0: You're listening to the Personal Development Through Martial Arts podcast. The podcast where the world's highest personal development experts and martial arts masters come together to empower and inspire you to become your strongest self and live the life that you truly want. Join host Bogdan Rochow, author, public speaker, and the founder of the first personal development through martial arts school in the world. And the podcast where you become the hero. My next guest is a true business master. He worked at Goldman Sachs after successfully passing 39 one-on-one interviews and a six-month internship. He eventually went on to grow a real estate company from $300 million to three. and he is the founder of the 5am club. Today he is the CEO of Kingston Lane, a company that helps real estate agents find qualified leads at the push of a button. So please help me welcome Sharan Srivatsa. We're here with uh, Sharan Srivatsa and I hope I'm not butchering his name. (laughs) awesome and i'm very very excited to sit down with him because sharon is truly a business master guys um just to give you an idea sharon took a company which was worth 300 million dollars and uh he took it to 3.1 was it billion two okay yeah. But everybody asks him about this stuff. So we're not going to be diving too much into that because he's probably sick of talking about the same topics over and over again. Charan, how are you? Um, I'm awesome. Sifu. Thank you for having me. Man, I'm very excited. And let me just, let me just share with everyone that I'm deeply impressed of how humble and how passionate you are you know i, I really really uh, appreciate that about you and um about your energy were you always like this or was this something that you you learned through um uh, throughout the years
1: great question so um about 10 years ago so if you and i were friends 10 years ago you would uh, not recognize me today wow. i was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was um i was bullheaded aggressive yeah commercial Figuring out what I could do, how I could get my advantage uh, that the world owed me because I was not born with a lot uh, and I always had something to prove. And I just realized over, over the years that it may sound soft, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm a tiger inside just like most people are, but I'm, I've am i learned to be very kind on the outside. I have a lot of work to do. and But i 10 years ago, my friend 10 years ago will not recognize me right now. I am a mm-hmm. much kinder person. I I'm much more grateful I I a lot of tough things have happened in my life and I'm you know I feel like I have a second third lease on life today and I really wish that most people don't have to go through either the health struggles or the relationship struggles or the business struggles that I went through to realize that you don't have to be that way and even today when I get a tough email or when someone is attacking or on social media or whatever. And my business partners, my team wants to come protect me and fight, fight them off. I said, "Hey, let's do the right thing. Let's be kind, because mm-hmm. the kindness will always win." And and that was not in that that was not there ten years ago. It, it was a very it's been a transformation, and I hope I can. Uh, it's ten years too late. I wish I was like that then. I would have a much better life now. But uh, it's never too late to kind of lead with the kindness. I believe.
0: Wow, that is so powerful, and and I'm so impressed that about the synchronicity because. I feel like I, I'm in that stage right now where I'm like really bullheaded and like really aggressive I'm like, okay, let's do this. And, right. and, and you sharing this with me right now is actually, I don't know if it's as valuable as I should take it in this, mo- in this moment. It's probably going to make a lot more sense, like 10 years from now, this conversation, but let me just share that. It's super, super relevant at this stage of,
1: of my life. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you something for you, right? This is super powerful. And let me tell you what happened. I, and very few people will understand this. And I think you will only because you have a very, uh, just because of what you do, you have a very strong mind body connection, right? Like you understand it very well. And a lot of people are just looking for a mental tactic or, or a hack or a business strategy. I think you have the, like, based on what you do on the martial arts side and the development side, you know, that the, 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 connection between the mind and the body right yes so i realized from my uh, my my when i was growing our business my health broke down mm-hmm. and what, what happened was i have an i have some uh, they were they were guessing i had some autoimmune issues and which was triggered by stress but people stress is a very broad concept right yes and stress doesn't need to be uh something related to money that you you know working with your business or business struggle stress can be anything stress can be um, an email that you get, and your body doesn't know whether it's fight or flight, right? It yes. can be the email that you get is the same as a tiger chasing you. Like it's your body doesn't know the difference conceptually speaking,
0: mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm,
1: so mm-hmm. Um, if we can figure out that, hey, a lot of stress is coming our way, you, me, and your listener right now, we all feel stresses every single day. And um, our, ba- our, our, our physical and mental constructs don't have that strong of an ability to separate the stress out, Uh And so uh so instantly we go to fight or flight mode, but instantly if we can respond with the kindness mode, we will just be able to handle that stress a lot better. So to me, managing the kindness and managing the response was a coping mechanism for all my, my, my health. And I would offer that to you more. It's not, it's more than anything else. It is, we get so much thrown at us every single day. We need an armor of kindness to break that up. And I think we can do better work because of it.
0: I love that. So was it was it because you, you came into a, up into a point and said like okay, I cannot deal with life this way. I really need to change as a person or else I'm gonna die. Was it in right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So what what was like how did you come to that conclusion at that stage of your life? Did the doctor say, look, you need to stop stressing out so much? Or was it like something was it your body that said, look, we need to change?
1: Yeah, my, my so my body broke down first, and I didn't. And I believed that I could go out and outwork anybody. I believe that hustle wins. I believe that I can work harder. I can work longer. Um, yeah. I was like, hey, you know what? I'll eat dinner. My wife will go to bed, and I'll work more. Like you can yeah. never outwork me. And I realized that, and I, I, even today, like I, I'll hustle. I'll work, but the the rejuvenation, the rest and like your body. Your, your body just can't, you know, it needs the rest. And there's a really powerful thing. One of my mentors told me, he says, "Sharon, you get paid to rest and recover.
0: Mm-hmm. You get
1: paid to rest and recover. He's like, you're thinking about it wrong. He said, you're thinking about it as you get paid to work. He's like, no, you get paid to rest and recover so that when you show up the next day, that's when you do your best work.
0: That's so funny. You know, when I started, when I was training karate, um, I I got this kind of philosophy from my cousin like when everybody's like taking their breaks you do you do your training and you work and I took that, that that kind of mindset to my wing chun right to my kung fu training and I was sitting one day with with my sifu and then okay let's take he's like let's take a break and then I said great I went over to the equipment and started doing my training he said stop breaks are part of part of your training
1: yeah
0: I yeah Wow, you know, and it's one hundred percent true. I mean, even if you're doing fitness, you still need a few days for the all all, all the work that you put into to set into your body. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So, how did you how did you decide on uh, reframing that? Like, how do you reframe a stressful situation uh, in such a way that you
1: allow kindness to come out? Yeah, so a great question, right? So any response, so any, a lot of times when we get a stressful situation, um, we always react. Yes. And I've just realized that the response, um, I can only do it one way. So for example, if I get a, if I get a really uh, difficult email, stressful email, and I want to fire back a, a response, I have a rule. Every person that gets an email from me is going to get a kind email, mm. right? So I say, so I resp- whatever you say to me, Right. Whatever you say to me, however mad you are, I say, hey, Sifu, thank you so much for your email. I really appreciate it. So I just diffuse it right away. Right. And then I say, um, as I was thinking about it, the four things I'm thinking about are these one, two, three, four, five. Yes. Um, Based on this, can you give me guidance? Am I thinking about it correctly? So you kind of use curiosity and discovery when you're stuck. Maybe you misread it. Maybe you didn't, right? Until I know for sure that what I'm getting is not positive energy, I do a lot of discovery and softening. So um, I've also found an easy way to do that is just just to respond either with a one-liner or with video. So I, I shoot a video. So I'll just take my phone and I'll shoot yeah. a video and be like, "Hey, Jason, uh, thank you so much for your email. Hey, I'm on the road, but I thought it would be easier for us to either connect live um, because it's easy." to have email and tone mis- misconstrued. You wanna catch up live? That's it, right? Some way to just de-diffuse the situation because that. any tough situation, you just have to de-escalate and reframe, right? Um, even in a sales situation, a lot of times if you're selling something, business owners, entrepreneurs, they go to sell their product or service and they have a big mandate, and then the client says, well, Sharon said he'd do it for 30% less, the client is not saying, Sharon said he'd do it for 30% less. The client is just saying, you haven't shown me why your value is that much more. It's a completely different question. Mm-hmm, so now, mm-hmm. I as the entrepreneur can't take it personally that Sharon's undercutting me on fees. I as the entrepreneur should say, okay, how do I deescalate the situation and how do I reframe it into my value, right? Mm-hmm. So a great way to deescalate a situation when you're in a sales or business context is always, Something like, all right, uh, Sifu, let me, let me see if I understand this. So, what you're telling me is that um, Sharon and you met with four people. One of the people that you met with was Sharon, and he said that he was going to do a similar service for 70% less. Is that correct? So, now the client has to re explain themselves. So, you've completely reframed it. Well, no, he said that he was going to do these four. Th- oh, okay. If you don't want those four things, I'm happy to do it at the same price. Mm-hmm. If price was not an issue, uh, who would you choose? So now mm-hmm. I've de-escalated and completely reframed the situation, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. otherwise we start taking it personally, and, and we come up with some kind of sales terminology mm-hmm. to solve that. But the softening and the reframing is where everything. Is.
0: I'd love that. I love that. Um, one of the challenges that most um, you know we have um, a lot of martial arts instructor is listening in um one of the challenges of running a martial arts school is dealing with your client's excuses like oh i'm so sorry i couldn't make it tonight but i'm gonna come next time and we both know that like no no you're not you're just gonna go give me another excuse the next time right so you know i it can be really frustrating um to hear um you know, the stuff over and over again. How do you deal with your clients' excuses or your employees' excuses like when they haven't, really, they said
1: they're gonna deliver, but they don't, right? How do you de-escalate and reframe that? Yeah, great, great questions, right? So anything that, um, so I'll give you the universal framework for solving anything, right? Right. The first one is you've we've got to dial into the singularity of focus. Like why are they coming in the first place? Mm. If they're coming in the first place for recreation, and based on that they're missing, you just gotta let them go, right? Yeah. We want, we want them to learn, but they just want to be there for maybe some skills, capabilities, exercise there. So what is the singularity of focus? What is the rationale for them being there? In your words, what is the precision of thought for them being there, right? If you know that, then number two becomes really easy. The number two is, uh, this is my favorite, it's the cadence of accountability
0: mm-hmm. cadence
1: of accountability accountability uh, accountability is a tough word but i like the cadence of the accountability right yes. so i'll give you a simple example um, there is um, uh, i when i was not well my my doctor said to me he's like hey sharon um, i'm looking at your blood work and your blood it seems to me like you're healthier uh, kind of in the mornings than you are in the evenings so it just seems to me like if you spend more time awake in the earlier part of the day, you may live longer and healthier. Right. And I said, well, what does that mean? And he says, well, just wake up earlier. I was like, I, I don't wake up early, right? I, that's not who I, I, work late, I work hard, nobody bothers me. And he said, just try it. And I said, I, I, I don't have the self-discipline to wake up early, I need some help. Right. So that's where the accountability comes in. So I go to three of my friends, and I go to my three friends and I say, hey guys, I'm going to call you at five in the morning and I only want to call you for five minutes. So maybe there's a conference call line, whatever. I know that if you are going to be on, I can't let you down. So I will show up. Right. And they said, well, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to tell us at five in the morning? I said, I'll make it worthwhile. It'll be three minutes, four minutes. It'll be an inspirational message. It'll be something thoughtful. They said, okay. So this is what happened. This is three, three and a half years ago. The first day came around, I made the call. They were all on, so I hear the conference line. I share a message that I had prepared. I was up, right? I'm up. I'm awake. I didn't want to let them down. The next day, I knew they'd be on, so I did the same thing. The next day, I knew they'd be on. I did the same thing. What I realized was that now, that was my cadence. My cadence was staying Mm -hmm. accountable to a bigger purpose than me, and that was good. But here's the funny part those three people started inviting more people to the call without telling me so the three became five became ten and i had no idea because it was just i was just over the last three years today we have 2600 people on the call whoa 2600 people dial in every morning at 5 a.m i have no idea who they are (laughs) i just i wake up i 501 i put everybody on mute I share a message because that is my cadence of accountability. I to love stay up that. Every morning. Because if I, I've missed two mornings, like my alarm didn't go off or whatever, my text messages blew up. Are you okay? What's wrong with you? Right. And I felt so guilty of just my responsibility. So number one, if you, if you know why you're doing it, so my health was important. That was number one. Number two, mm-hmm. I had a cadence of accountability.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number three, good process drives good results. Right, so we just need to always tell our clients good process drives good results. Hey, no problem if you don't come meet with me, I I, I get it. However, please know that your skills and your capabilities will improve if we keep the cadence. Right, and we may have it, may be one step, two steps back, one step forward. That's okay, I'm here for you, regardless of what you want to do, but Mm -hmm. please know that good process drives good results, and so. Uh, they'll say, well, I don't want to skip today. I was like, Hey, no worries. Just know that good process drives good results. And that way they start to make a decision whether they want to invest the time. So now all my clients, all my team, et cetera, we just have good cadence. Anytime I want to get something delivered, I'm like, Hey, you and I are going to meet every morning at nine 15 for five minutes. And we're going to check in where we are. That chicken call the night before you're thinking, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be on with Sharon tomorrow. I better get my stuff done. Right. Otherwise mm-hmm. I look like an idiot.
0: Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that
1: you start to get your stuff done. And then suddenly in two weeks, you see insane progress and then you get addicted to the progress. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I always go back to why are they doing it? What cadence can I establish with them? And if they don't want to, if they want to break the cadence, I just want to let them know that good process drives good results.
0: So is there any kind of, um, like if somebody breaks the, the cadence, um, what's like is there are there any kind of consequences for uh breaking the cadence or like what's um what, what's going to happen if i'm going to say okay shannon we're going to meet tomorrow morning and i do it once i do it twice but third time fourth time i don't show up and then i show up the fifth time what's what's going to happen like uh with our relationship from your point of it's like? Great,
1: it's it, it, that's a great question right so i think that's uh so there's only two things you talk about when you establish cadence so you and i are talking about cadence This is like, if we can solve this, so this is actually the core of my my new book. My new book, it's all about cadence. That's -hmm. the entire, that's everything is about cadence of accountability, cadence of evangelism, cadence of of everything, right? The two things that are needed is establishing a regular checkpoint. That's Mm -hmm. number one. And number two is just establishing what outcomes or consequences, right? Say, hey, if I don't meet this, what happens? Because then um, I don't want to have to call you and tell you, dude, what, what happened? That's yeah. a very terrible call for me to make. Yeah. I can say to you, hey, we agreed that this would happen. I just wanna know if we're still in agreement. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to the agreement, I just wanna know if we're in agreement. Because, right. because there's this amazing concept, it's called commitment and consistency. So commitment and consistency means that if I'm committed to being a martial arts expert, I, I know that as a athlete, as a, uh, as a martial artist, I have to practice every day. If I, yeah. my, my self identity is committed to that. I'm going to be consistent with that mm-hmm. self identity. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go, you know, not practice for 10 days. I'm not going to go, not do my workout. I'm, I'm committed and I'm consistent. That's why we you know when you have people that say, uh, you know, Hey, uh, I'm not a good public speaker, right? For example, well, they're committed to not being a good public speaker. Therefore they're yeah. consistent with never practicing to yeah, be a good public speaker ever right? So commitment and consistency is really powerful. And that's what cadence does. It's like you get their self image uh-huh. and type to their commitment. When you do that, they naturally will start becoming more, more and more more consistent. And sometimes they may be consistent because of guilt and that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes they may be consistent because of inspiration. That's okay. Sometimes they may be just consistent because of accountability. They just don't want to let you down. That's mm-hmm. okay. We don't care. Yeah. We only care about the result. We only care about them reaching their goal. So it, it, I always tell somebody, hey, it, just in case we miss our commitment, how how would you like? What would you like me to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, Sharon, you can just call me and tell me, hey, you know what the heck? I'd be like, yeah. are you sure you can do that? Okay, awesome, I'm happy to do that. And then I say, hey, Stephen, well, you told me to call you and tell you, so I'm doing that. What the heck? Yeah. And then it becomes a joke, and then you feel bad, and then you get back on track. But we've got to do it in a kind, humane way. Otherwise, it's like, hey, you never came, and now it gets kind of rough as opposed to staying kind and humane.
0: And I, I think it's super important, you know, for for everybody listening in, um, to have like a vision for your school, your company, whatever you're doing. Because if if you're if the people that show up in your life, they, they subscribe to your vision, not to you as a person, but what you guys are building together, um, then it makes sense to be in the same boat because that person, you know, okay, I might have a problem with, so they might have a problem with me personally, but they probably love the idea of helping people and improving their lives. And they're going to be on, on that way. Yeah. So you definitely, I, I think you should select like the right people who are, who believe in what you're doing. First of all, first and foremost,
1: you know, the other thing is also right. I, I also don't, I think it's a good idea for, for business owners who are in, in martial arts studios, et cetera, to also, uh, to also build a financial incentive to this process, and what I mean by that, for example, for example, you may say, "Hey Sharon, you're going to sign up for this. It's uh, two times a week, and it's go with simple number, and it's uh, $500 a month. Great, awesome, right?" Say I miss a session, and you can say, "Sharon, sometimes you may miss a session. If you miss a session, you have two options, right? Option number one is." Um, you know, we don't do makeup. So option number one is you can call me 24 hours before and tell me what you're going to do and if, I, if possible, I'll reschedule. Or option number two, if you ever miss one, you're going to go online and you're going to buy my $25 a month package. Mm. That way you can at least watch the five videos that I've done. And essentially all you do is you, Friday of that week, you record five 20-minute videos, mm-hmm. upload it, and now that becomes a, it becomes a, uh, a, a cash flow stream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can even tell people coming in saying, "Oh, I can't afford it anymore." You're like, "Okay, if you can't afford it, if you're traveling, if you're on vacation, no problem. You're already a member of our premium membership program. You should do these five videos, and I will shoot them. If you have questions, just post them below or whatever. Right. That's and great, maybe yeah. you email them up. But now you have a membership stream of content that you can have. That maybe you take that and post it on YouTube. Maybe you can mm-hmm. give that away. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can do other things with it, and you can do it in small chunks because we know that no one's watching a thirty-minute episode, but they'll watch. You know, like I watched one of your videos, I'll watch an eight minute video for sure when you pack in the content that way they still stay connected to you even when they're not with you.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so for everybody listening in guys definitely have like some training materials that you can share with your students when they're uh, not at your school and they're online. Or if you don't, if you're not into that stuff, maybe have like a, like a type of a swear job, swear jar for uh, missing class. Right. So whenever somebody misses class just ask them to send some money and donate that to some to some cause to some charity and, and stuff like that. awesome awesome uh, something that i that i really want to dive into and we kind of touched upon this um this idea i know that you you um immigrated to the united states right you became a uh, professional tennis player and that plan worked a bit too well right because the plan was a bit different right um but when you came to the United States did you ever picture yourself diving deep into business into sales into you know the the person you are today or was it like oh my god I'm gonna figure this out like um, as I go
1: yeah great question I had no so so talk if I would go back and talk to that 17 year old kid I had no idea I was just very um, where I, where I grew up in India, I, I, it was not the right, I have nothing against the country. It was just not the right environment for me. My parents realized it was not the right environment for me. How um, did they know? Because I, I heard you like, I heard
0: you saying that in, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, how did, how did your parents feel
1: that? Well, how I think did they I'm, have you that awareness. Yeah. I think I was a pretty, uh, as you can tell, I was a pretty passionate kid, but yeah. when when things don't go out well my way, um, I was i would show struggle i would show frustration so i was not i i was a decent student but in india you have to be top one percent right like in, right. in anywhere else in the world top 10 percent is pretty good like in india if you're not top one percent it just, just doesn't, doesn't work so i was a decent student but not top one percent i uh, i had decent athletic ability but i was i was colorblind so i could not do any art i was not musically talented so i could not do any anything that way um i you know i was i was okay and i was i was a mediocre kid and my parents realized i think my dad saw this fire in me and he's like hey i just need to put you in a place where this fire would get developed and you will be the person that you are and he realized that the the construct of the country that he had grown up in he'd never been outside the country my dad had never been outside the country mm-hmm. he's like hey i have seen i've heard here is not the place for you and my parents sold everything that they had everything just to get me out yeah and that is the biggest you know kind of the, the greatest gift that i ever received from them and till today all that i do is like is a gratefulness for what they did because they've planted the seed exactly. and they've seen all this happen but i had i had no idea to me it was just about how fast can i get out of this country and where can i go where i'll be accepted where i can learn and be can grow into the person that i that i want to be but Man, I got I got lucky along the way. I got a bunch of new opportunities. My life kind of split apart. I took the opportunities that were given. Uh, uh, I've I've spent more time in my life working for free than I have working to get getting paid. Which is most people can't say that. Like, if you, if you took, yeah, if you took all my years of working, I've actually spent more time working for free than working to get paid. And
0: yeah, yeah. I, I let me just let me just say that I can. Relate to what you're saying so so much because it's, it's like I'm you know and my girlfriend can can confirm this 100. I'm really really passionate like I, I I go all in crazy but when things stop going my way it's like uh, right and that's something that I really def- definitely need to to work on and uh, definitely improve on um and also you know my parents also they they did like humongous sacrifices for everything that i do today so i'm super grateful for that um tell us a bit a bit more about that you know how how did you like you you work more for free than you did for um for the money right give us a bit more detail in that sense please yeah
1: yeah totally right so for like like, giving you an example so um my first uh, my first whenever you're starting a business like no one's paying you right let's just agree like I run I run a technology software company right now we have employees around the world I don't I don't take any like I don't get paid I Mm. pay I pay for stuff right mm -hmm. And, and so it's sometimes it's hard when I go home and my wife is like hey you just We just set another wire out of our bank account. And I'm like, honey, it'll come back, right? You know, I'm building a business. I'm building the growth. We're 18 months out. But for most people, not getting paid for 18 months uh, uh, involves two things. Number one is they go into their uh, safety net. They're like, can I be okay? Like, what am I going to do? I'm used to a paycheck just because my life revolves around a paycheck, right? So that's one thing. Uh, and I think that safety net, on a lot of t- in a lot of ways, prevents people from tapping into their inner greatness. So, if I told you for the next year I will pay for your um, just living expenses, like you don't have to worry about you living, you don't yeah. have to go. Just, I will pay for your general lifestyle, right? I will pay for it. Uh, but you're not getting the you're not getting the Porsche Carrera. You're not getting to fly on private jets. You're not getting to do all of that. But you get. I'm going to give you your your basic needs but the rest of the time what you have is you have to build a business you have Mm -hmm. to do what you you would be like to me that is the greatest gift someone can give yeah absolutely because you gave me a year where i don't have to worry about the safety net and what i always coach when i coach entrepreneurs when i mentor entrepreneurs i tell them believe in this always if you can uh, have a year's worth of stuff a year's worth of safety net built in once that's done, go take as much risk as you want. Because I know mm. you'll be able to completely transform your life. Yeah. If you, if you worst case scenario, you have a year to get back on your feet. And if you can't get back on your feet in a year, like there's something wrong with you. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that. So the first thing is we get used to this paycheck, and it's okay. But I think there's a if you break out of that cycle, you can think bigger, you can create more, you can live happier, mm-hmm. you can do more, uh, and it's not like. Like imagine this, you wake up and you're like, the reason why most people don't follow their dreams is because they have to go to work. That is the number one reason, right? Mm -hmm, And it's mm -hmm. okay, that's number one. So so that's that's the mindset. The second thing is, we live way below our means way below because mm. I have no idea. I mean, like people, this is my fourth company. I've sold three. Like I get it. I drive a Ford fusion. Like I, I'm not, it, it's very simple, right? Like yep. there, I, we live below our means. We don't have a, you know, we don't have a fancy house. We, we live below our means because my family knows that I am the kind of guy that is going to keep reinvesting so that I can grow more, have a bigger, have, have a bigger mm-hmm, company. Mm-hmm. But for more people, as soon as they, as soon as Christmas comes around and they get a bonus, they change their lifestyle. They increase their lifestyle. They get a new car payment. They get a. They want to get more space in their business. They want to. Yeah. It's very easy to increase your lifestyle. It's very hard to live within your means. And gift.
0: Do you feel that it's very comfortable for you to um, um, to think this way? because you, you got this philosophy out of your internship at, at goldman sachs when you when you started out i mean you i know that you started like six months you, you were there were six months of training where you were not getting paid right
1: we were getting we were getting we were getting
0: very like a small base to live small base, yeah. right right yeah. so do, do you feel that that contributed to the way that you're uh thinking right now in terms of business
1: so after um um after i so what happened was my parents gave me uh, my one when, when I left India, they gave me one year's worth of everything. Right. Room, boat, tuition, everything. Like they one year completely taken care of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They said after that, if you want to study more, three more years, it's on you. Yeah. So I had to start to think about, hey, I got a one year head start. What do I do to keep myself in the game and continue? So I always thought about it as a, it's very easy to trade time for money. Yes. I, you know, I clean toilets. I flip burgers. I, you know, worked in a pizza place. I, I did, you know, I, I did all of that, but then I realized there's got to be a better way for me to make chunks of money. So, um, I, will give you a funny story. I, um, the first time when I was in college, when I, my second year in college did, this is that long ago, like 20 years ago, they were laying ethernet cable for internet. Yeah. Um, uh, giving in the dorm rooms but they had this plug where you plug in the ethernet in the in the by the door but all the desks were by the window so like 9 10 15 feet apart right so i was like who who did this because you can't plug them in right so i said the average plug size if you go to like a walmart is three feet so i went to a electronic store in minneapolis minnesota and i bought three thousand feet of cable on a credit card yeah. And all I did was sell that for 10 times more of the price. <laughs> I, I sold so much cable that I paid for the full second year of tuition. I sold yeah. so much cable, right? <laughs> but but I, sold, I sold all the cable in three days because everybody needed internet their first three days. <laughs> and, so, yeah. but, and, and my credit card bill didn't even come until 31 days later. So I basically bought it on my credit card, got, got it all paid back. I mean, it was amazing. And that's when I realized that um, I can live below my means. I can create opportunities. There's opportunity everywhere and it's okay to hustle, but it's the, the, the more we live below our means, the more we can do with our lives.
0: I love that. I love that. Yum, yum. Um, before we move on to my next question, let me just call you out on the fact that you're not wearing your headset, and you're super articulate, and you're super confident, and you're super on point, right? For for everybody, for everybody asking like asking themselves like, what are we talking about? You know, you you guys need to check out um, Sharon's interview with uh Pedro's and with uh, with Jason Capital. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So yeah. yeah. I'll tell that story really quickly I think people will appreciate it right so first six months of Goldman Sachs training 39 interviews to get the job on Wall Street uh, 39 one-on-one individual interviews to get the job on Wall Street Mm -hmm. show up on Wall Street yeah Um, they hand me a Blackberry at that time a corporate American Express card and a headset and I was no training in sales no I've never spoken on the phone before hate speaking on the phone hate talking to people Mm -hmm. And I realized all of that was because no one had told me what to say, how to think, how to speak, language patterns, none of that. And so the so I asked the managing partner, hey, I understand the BlackBerry. It's for me to get email. I get that. I understand this corporate card. I'm not stupid. But what is this headset? He says to me, put it on, Yes. make it a part of your body, and don't plug it into anything. I was like, you've got to be kidding me, right? So all the kids put it on. And I will tell you, that has become – that like it, it became a really – structured part of my, of my, uh, of my upbringing. Uh, it just so happens that I don't have it today, but every day I put my headset on every day, I feel the most comfortable and confident wearing the headset on every day. Mm-hmm. When I click it in, it's almost a trigger for me. Yep. And somehow my brain snaps into the training. It's all, it's, it's the training, right? When you wear your, I don't even know if you call it would be uniform or wearing the, when you wear that you're in, you're in training. Mode, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 You step into and, that identity, right? Right, exactly, and, and that's why even when I am taking a call, for example, I'll jump in my car, I'll sit down, I'll put my headset on, like I need something to just snap me back in to the symbolism of that seriousness, right? And then when I get out, I get out and I'm better, but um, there are small things that we can do to just snap us in, and, we, we, and people are like, why do you need to get snapped in? I think why I need to get snapped in is I start to channel my training Mm-hmm. and the handling mm-hmm. the training because like I can remember my scripts I can remember to de-escalate and reframe I can remember to not take things personally I can remember my body language I can remember energy I remember everything that was taught to me but that's why I need that no other reason
0: yeah definitely it's it's just like a doctor um wearing a uniform or um a seal you know, wearing the hat and, and the jacket. Definitely. Um, You know, just to make a quick parallel with the martial arts, there are some martial arts school, some kendo schools. These are like, this is the um art of the sword, mm-hmm. where one year, all you do is take out your sword and put it back in. Mm-hmm. Take out your sword, put it back in, right? That's all you do. And that's, it's like, it's the same idea. You need to make it part of your body, an extension of, of who you are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's 100%, 100% true. Um, hey, sorry to interrupt the interview. I'll let you get back to it in a moment. Let me just ask you, do you want more financial freedom in your business so that you have time for the important things in your life? Would you like to level up your business and become a black belt in business success? Let me help you. I will personally take a look at your business and show you exactly how you can make it more profitable so that you enjoy more financial freedom and more time with your loved ones. Get in touch with me over social media, links are in the description. Send me a message with the text, business breakthrough, and we will schedule an appointment and you will get a free coaching session where I teach you exactly. How to make your business more profitable without putting in more hours. And this is going to be only for the first five people who get in touch with me this week. So check the description, get in touch with me on social media, send me a message with the text business breakthrough, and let me help you take your business to the next level. What's what's the vision for your current tech company?
1: Um, so, so thank you for asking. There is a so over the over the years, what I realized that there's three things that generally make any high performer successful. Um, the first is you have to have some kind of goal, some kind of goal. Otherwise, you you're rudderless ship. Like just some kind of goal. And based on the goal, it would be nice if you have some kind of plan. Okay. Some kind of plan. And like it would be amazing if you have a really good goal and a really good plan. But some kind of goal is still pretty good. Some kind of plan is still pretty good. And then what stops people right at that point is when you have a goal and a plan, there's some form of execution action that you need to take to deliver that goal. What I realized that in our, in the real estate business, we had people that were very talented that had the goals and had the plans, but they were, had a lot of friction in execution. Mm. So I, my thought was, wouldn't it be amazing if I could become, if I could create a platform that just, was execution. So they had a goal, they had a plan and they're like, Hey, I have a plan to do this kind of marketing. Great. I push three buttons and it gets done for me. Okay. So everything that was, so we call it push button execution. It is the idea where we can take, um, right now we're starting the real estate vertical. We're going to expand into others, but where we can help salespeople push a few buttons and get execution so that they can go do what they do best which is selling and being with clients, and they come back, they want to do something, they push a bunch of buttons, and marketing happens, technology, sales happens, lead generation happens, et cetera. So mm-hmm. we figured out where, for if we can figure, a- simple systems where I push, I'm like, hey, I want to spend a hundred dollars, I want to get this kind of leads, go. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then we do it all, mm-hmm. and then we just hand them the result. So I call it, can we help people buy a result?
0: They're just mm-hmm. buying a result.
1: That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so everything to powerful. me, yeah, everything to me is, you know, I come to you to train with you, mm-hmm. but at the end of the, like, I have to do the work and then I get yep. a result. Yeah. Instead, what I'm suggesting is I'm going to give you $10,000. Can you just install the skills into me? Like the matrix, like I'm asking mm. you that. that's the result we're doing where, Hey, write us a check for a hundred dollars. We'll do all the work and you get the result. And so we're like in the concert of buying a result. And I realized that. the the high performance real estate sales profession that we're tackling right now is the same worldwide Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. so instead of building a US centric platform right from the start we built a global platform okay so we've been live only just over a hundred days we have thousands of users we just launched in Australia New Zealand we're launching in Canada and in the UK but no firm our size has launched and within the first 90 to 100 days has launched multiple markets. But the best part is we built it and designed it that way first. So my, my vision, as you asked for it, is to be the execution platform for all real estate agents around the world.
0: Awesome, awesome, right? So for example, like I'm a real estate agent and I, found out, I find out about your company. I find out that I can just focus on, getting in touch with with, um, amazing clients, uh, giving them amazing experiences, um, helping them solve their solutions with, with their houses. But my challenge is finding the right leads, finding the right people to talk with, right? So I know specifically who I want to talk to. And I come to your company, I say, look, this is basically who I'd like to in this area. Please give me 10, 10 leads, or I have a budget of a hundred or thousand dollars. Let's uh, let's make yep. it happen, right? So yep. you basically deliver the details of the client. The, um, the does the client know that they're going to be getting going to be
1: um, getting a call from a an agent? How does that basically work? Yeah, t- totally totally correct. So essentially, uh, the pro- this is how the process works. The agent says. Uh, Exactly like what you said. Hey, I sell real estate in Newport Beach, California. Mm -hmm. Code is nine two six six zero. This is where this is my local market that I want to focus in. Hey, I want to generate leads for a budget of two hundred and fifty dollars in nine two six six zero for homeowners that are thinking about selling their home. So we call seller home seller leads. Mm -hmm. So they would say in our system it's three clicks. They would click a button that says two hundred and fifty dollars. They would click a button, type in nine two six six zero. They would click a button and say generate seller leads and they would say go, done. That's Mm -hmm. all they would do. What Mm -hmm. we do is we build, so we can do it multiple ways. And one way that we do it is we run uh, targeted Facebook ads, of course, uh, to a very specific set of landing pages that are branded the agent. So -hmm. the client actually knows what they're clicking on, the client actually knows where they're submitting their information on that agent's page. Mm -hmm. And then the agent gets the lead Mm -hmm. And we also even give the agents the scripting and the tools on how to respond to the client because we know how they came. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So so the the agent just says $250, 92660, generate seller leads, go. And then we run the ads, we build the landing pages, we do the lead Mm capture, and Mm -hmm. we give them the scripts, and we just do the whole process. And at the end of the process, we just give them a report saying, this is what happened. Uh, would you like to do it again i'm i'm jealous i want this for coaching and for martial arts yeah, yeah isn't it awesome <laughs> yeah yeah maybe you can help us pilot it <laughs>
0: that would be that would be freaking awesome yeah absolutely and test it out yeah. yeah 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 especially for coaches you know um uh, it's getting more challenging for like coaches from my experience who, who are really really good at what they do. Are generally not really good at marketing. It's the same with right. martial arts. Right? You can be a really stellar martial arts teacher, yet really have terrible marketing, and that's a, that's a huge shame, right? And, Correct.
1: And yeah, and 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 your your hypothesis is one hundred percent right, and it's not just in 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 martial arts. It is across industries. It is across verticals because they just have overdeveloped um, uh, capabilities in one area, right? Mm-hmm. For the for the. For for a CPA who's really good or an accountant who's really good at accounting, like their brains are not wired to be good marketers. It just doesn't work that way.
0: Yes. And
1: the very rarely do you find that combination exists. And for people that are really good at marketing, like they don't do the. They're not good lawyers. They're not good accountants. They're not good doctors. And so, um, but they also don't want to learn everything. That is why I think you know an agency. Like, I know it's three to five buttons, that's all they can push, mm-hmm. otherwise they start overstressing out about the process. So our goal is to keep it really simple, get them exactly what they want, and keep it in bite-sized chunks so they can see results. Is this the same philosophy
0: that you used to scale um, TELUS when you were working there? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's exactly the same philosophy, right? So our idea was, hey, what's the singularity of focus? Mm-hmm. Awesome, we're gonna grow mm-hmm. with a certain number of people. What's the cadence of accountability? We're gonna get all our salespeople together every morning at 9.30. We're gonna have Mm -hmm. the same thought process. Mm -hmm. And then, good process drives good results. Hey, can I make it so easy that you do only what you do well, I do only what I do well, well. Mm -hmm. and that's it. So we call it Mm -hmm. staying in our lanes. And it gets a little expensive up front because you need three or four people to run it. And so you have to live a little below your means, but once it starts Mm -hmm. to work, it gets very exciting because I'm only doing what I'm good at mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and So in my company that. today I don't do anything that I don't that I'm not good at because there's a great quote and I don't know what you think about this is one of my favorite quotes when you spend time working on your weaknesses you mm-hmm. end up with a bunch of really strong weaknesses definitely <laughs> right and it's so it's amazing because everyone's like oh I need to improve on this yeah. and I'm like you don't need to improve on anything what do you do really well learn that do that better and it may only be three things but when you show up you're the king of those three things no one can touch you definitely. so my team tells me now hey if Shran's not growing if Shran's not building culture if Shran's not innovating like, don't send him anything else because he's gonna break
0: it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he's gonna
1: break mm-hmm. it so we call it uh we call it nose in hands off and it's it's knee ho nose in hands off which means i can smell everybody's else else's lane yeah. but i have to be off. i can't That's do awesome. anything
0: it's just like it's just like uh, organizing a football team right everybody has his own uh, specialty right and, and you right. don't step into somebody else's lane because you have your own uh, uh, role um Awesome. Awesome. So let me ask you like, Oh, and guys, if you're listening to this and if you, if you haven't written down, good processes drive good results, this is your opportunity. Do it yeah. right now and stick it somewhere where you can see it every single day. Um, let me ask you, how do you find each and every member of your company of your team? How do you find their superpower? they
1: their, their one gift? Um, so great, amazing question. Uh, it's very hard. It's very hard. Uh, so, so there is a uh, there is a uh, technical way and a human way, right? Mm. So here's the technical way. The technical way is like we do a lot of um, uh, personality type indicators. So we use what we call the DISC profile. You may or okay. may not heard of it. So, for example, like we don't want you don't no company you cannot have a company without what we call a high D D for driver. You can't have like, I'm a, I'm a 99 D if you Mm -hmm. don't have a D like the company will fall apart because no one will do any work, right? right? No one wants to push their agenda forward, but then the I and the S and the C what we call. So like your COO or your operator shouldn't be a high D that like their personality doesn't work that way. So the Mm -hmm. first thing we do in all our interview processes is we say, okay, we're hiring a marketing marketing person's role. What do we think, generally speaking, this person's disc should look like? Oh, we think this should be a, uh, a low D, high I, low D, low S, I, C. okay, great. So in our interview uh, requirements, we say, hey, we're interviewing for this position, here's what it is. Number one, please submit uh, you know, your disc profile, please mm-hmm. submit three bullet points on why you wanna, whatever it may be, right? So mm-hmm. we look at the mm-hmm. disc and mm-hmm. be like, oh, very interesting, like this is, I'm not judging, but everything looks great. But this person, very interesting, doesn't fit at all. Mm-hmm, or this person, mm-hmm, is right there. Mm-hmm. So that's so. Um, when you build a team around that, you can also see how people get stressed out. Yeah. You put people. If you put a high D in a high I situation, they're gonna get stressed out. Like, and you don't want that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we are very true to what is the role that the dominant skill trait that requires and find the person for it. I will tell you like straight up, right? If you find a admin, uh, so like I was interviewing for a, an an assistant operations person for me, right, to help me. There's no way that person has a high D because it will break because mm-hmm. that person is gonna wanna do everything. So I know right away, like you can't have a high D and a high D and it, that will break, yeah, right? And so I got that person, she was like the exact opposite of me. And it was amazing <laughs> because the first time I met her, like I just wanted to hug her because everything she said was like she was finishing my sentences. She didn't want to be me, I didn't want to be her. She yeah. was, I respected her, so that's, that's number one. Number two is, um, we, uh, so every Wednesday, so today, we're recording this on a Wednesday, but every Wednesday, we do an all hands uh, meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, agent of all, my, all our team from around the world, we jump on a Zoom call and one person from the team leads that call. It's only for 15 to 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. but it's their job to come up with either something, uh, a book that they have read, a piece Mm. of literature, a song, a quote, a topic, a theme. They present it to the team to read beforehand, like on a Monday, and they lead the discussion around that topic. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it's about, like last week we talked about peace and Buddhism, the week before we talked about having tough, crucial conversations. Whatever people bring to the table, we do. But what we realize from that, it brings out their true colors. You realize what's important mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Right? And we've given them no judgment. Whatever's important to them, they can talk about, and it's totally cool. They engage, they teach, they do whatever. And we see them in their true spirit, right? Mm-hmm. See them in their true spirit. Yes. That's when you start to see their joy. And now you're like, whoa, that's amazing. Why didn't we do that more often? hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just those two, you'll start to figure it out pretty pretty quickly, and you want to have a culture of looking for that superpower, and um, allowing people to talk about their superpower, allowing mm-hmm. people to use the language, such as, hey, I am really good at this, I am not great at this. That yes. is very fair to say, yes. but most organizations, you don't want to say that because you feel like you don't want to show weakness.
0: Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm so,
1: yeah, so yeah. You, yeah. You know, we can encourage team members to say, "I'm really good at this," or "Hey, my superpower is this." Just like Sharon's superpower is that, then you feel like, "Hey, we're in this. We're in this together." The best organization is when you take the CEO or the leader, take their superpower, let them only do what they do. Yes. And then any every other task, give it to somebody else. What is their superpower? Give it any other task. Give it to what is it? Like yeah. you want a daisy chain of superpowers, and oh my gosh, it gets very exciting.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that. And I was asking myself, you know, this is super awesome, you know, having the meeting and having people lead the meeting with, with what's important to them. And I was thinking, you know, most business owners will not really do that because they, they don't see the purpose of, of spending this time, with having everybody rally up um, and spend this time on this type of meeting. But you connected that with, look, you're gonna see that person for who they truly are and that will enable you to to um, see where they really, really fit inside your organization. So, oof, that's that's super, super powerful. Guys, I hope you're taking lots of notes. Awesome. Um, and you also, something that I wanted to ask you as well, is um something that you mentioned in the previous interview like uh, leaving a carrot trail for um your employees right a bit like is it a bit like a uh, gamification like uh, uh playing a video game where they do this and uh, you know you unlock another option how did you come up with that or
1: yeah it, it, so so i'll tell you this right anytime uh, we're all we're all kidding ourselves if we um if we if we say that gamification doesn't work like we all are we all want to win. Like we all want to win in some way. The, 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 the deepest quest for a human being is, um, is is to do better and have personal growth. And that personal growth for some people comes in the form of a video game. Some people come in the form of a star. Some people come in the form of a recognition. Um, our job is to figure out how, whatever we can do in an organization people think it's like oh I don't do awards I don't do this like as, that's fine but let me give you an example uh, so my son is seven years old he's in first grade he's seven years old and the award system the gamification system in his classroom is so complex that I don't understand it yeah it is that complex so for example has one thing which he calls a clip-up clip-up means there's a chart and Uh, It has eight levels, and the last level is a little basketball hoop. Everybody, every single day, start in the middle of that chart. They start at number four, right, for example. And so if my son Neil does well and says, answers a question, takes care of a child, uh, does something kind, the teacher recognizes it and says, Neil, go clip up. So Neil runs over to the chart, goes from four to five, goes from five to six. And if, if something negative happens, they say, hey, Neil, clip down. Neil runs over and he's sad and he clips down, but he gets instant uh, validation, instant feedback for what he did. It's a really powerful thing, right? So now everybody wants to clip up, so everyone naturally starts doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and,
1: yeah. and, and, and but, they, but, the, but the end part is like when even one person gets up to the final best goal, the entire class gets to shoot basketball, entire class. So now... No one is mad that my son got three clip ups. They want yeah. him to do better because that's a chance for everybody to do better. So I'm thinking, why does he, why does a first grader? Right. Getting, first.
0: That, that's crazy. I'm, I'm getting, it's, it's stupid, but I'm getting goosebumps. Like, this is so cool. Like, can you imagine yeah. like everybody wanting you to win? Yeah. Everybody around you like, oh my God, win. Because we're all going to have so much fun totally Super powerful
1: Yeah. yeah but imagine this right so what happens is um first grade you do these games and then you know when he gets there like he's explaining this to me and I I, I can't even I, a dec- I have a decent intelligence he's like oh when we do this then we get a star I put the star on my T-shirt. t-shirt yeah. my backpack and I'm like I don't there's so much going on but he understands it completely just like everybody else but then we go from first grade to second to third to fourth to fifth to high school to college and all our incentives are taken away. Right? Like we people leave jobs because their boss doesn't come in or their pet partner doesn't come in and say, Hey, good job. We think that is a great thing. Good job. Like, are you kidding? Right? It's the cadence of 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 the recognition it's not about me once a quarter saying see great job thank you for you know what you're teaching no like if i'm not doing it daily if i'm not doing it regularly if i'm not building it as a part of our culture it's just going to break right it's going to completely break That's and what my i think what i learned from my son's first grade class is that we have trained our children early on in the formative years to respond so well to the recognition and the gamification. And then as they grow older, we take it away. Like that's insane. I don't know why we do that, right? Yeah. We should bring back the, we should bring back the small rewards. We should bring back the, like we have, like I, I'm a part of a mastermind group and my mastermind very powerful CEOs of big companies. And even us, we have a little, um, it's like a, it's like a little trophy, right? It's a trophy. And every the, the, whoever has the trophy last hands that trophy to the, another person for that day's meeting for yeah. how much they contributed, they shared, et cetera. This is happening with CEOs of million multi-million dollar companies. And so I, I so let's say I got that. I take that home. I put that on my desk and for a month I look at it until I go to my next mastermind group meeting because that's my win. And then I get to give that to somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Gamification is super important. Like we call it gamification. I'm just saying, hey, we have been trained as children to want this, to appreciate this, to learn this, and then someone just ripped it away. Like we need to bring it back and we need to care for it, and we need to. I think just small things like that will will help culture, employee retention, engagement, and so many other powerful things especially in today's world, like we run a remote company by design, like we want to grow and have the right people around the world. I don't see people. So like when I see them on video day, you know, every day, I need to have more than just like, I don't get to hug people. I don't get to shake hands. I don't get to see them by their offices. I need so much more. And so uh, my biggest, you know, guidance and suggestion would be, even if you have a small team, build a culture of just you know, like working towards something, getting the goals, getting the wins, getting the stars, getting the getting the coupons, getting the raffles, getting the what you know, winning winning a prize. It's a really, really good thing. It keeps it going.
0: I'm already, you know, I'm, I'm already thinking of how I can apply this this system from your son's kindergarten to my own school. That's that's genius. That's it's super super awesome. And the, the main reason like the, the differentiator is that they're all rooting for somebody to win. Because right. if, if if my teammate wins, everybody wins. And that's that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent. And I'm so grateful that you, you shared this uh this concept with um with everyone and especially with me. <laughs> and yeah, um, and guys, if you've ever played a video game, you definitely see the value and the importance of gamification and
1: getting rewards. Awesome. Um Sharon, when is your book coming out? So I'm still working on it. Um, It's a, I've changed course multiple times because I wanted it to uh, be excited about it. But um, it's sometime early 2019 is what I'm shooting for. Yeah. But all the focus has gone into my publisher is not happy with me right now because (laughs) I'm I'm changing the dates on her. But um, all the focus right now uh, is launching our company, which is Kingston lane and really growing it. And we have a lot of momentum Mm -hmm. and, um, so the commitment is to the team on uh, me building and growing the business and I've been uh, waking up earlier every morning I would generally wake up at four 45 I've been waking up a little earlier to write a little bit every day to design a little bit every day to think through the process because you string together cadence right you string together 20-15 minutes 30-15 minutes you mm-hmm. suddenly have an outline you suddenly mm-hmm. have a couple of chapters written when you have three chapters written it gets very exciting but I want to I wanted to be a different book it's, it's going to be around the concept of cadence it's going to be around very tactical stuff hey i'm going to take this here's an idea that i can go install in my business right now mm-hmm. so it's not it's just so it's going to be more here's a strategy here's a story that i learned so i call it the strategy story tactic idea mm-hmm. so hey here's a strategy on how you do cadence in a, in a business here's a story on how we actually did it in ours and here's a form, here's an idea, here's a game that you mm-hmm, can take mm-hmm, and install mm-hmm. in your business or in your life right now. And if I can do 10 chapters of that, anybody can flip to chapter number three, read a strategy, read a story, and read a and tactic. Use it immediately get, a, get a result, which is, which is what I really want to do. I
0: love that. I love that. Um, and if somebody is a realtor right now and wants to get in touch with you guys uh, what what is the website that they would
1: go to so this is a thank you great question the best part is, is the, it's the greatest offer in town because it's free so they should get a they should get a free account uh, it's um, it's actually free for life on most of our features mm-hmm. and then for a small fee of $99 for the year you get to upgrade the entire platform so it's a no-brainer that's yeah um, that's nothing so you should get a free account and take it for a spin it's kingstonlane.com so kingston as just how it's spelled kingstonlane.com and just grab a free account and take it for a spin and guys if you if you have a friend who is a realtor
0: absolutely send them this interview or you know just maybe send them the website with a bit of a background, right? Because you've been cool and uh, you've listened to this awesome interview until the end. Uh, Definitely give them a hand and send them the uh, links. Um, Before we wrap up, let me just ask you like, how did you decide on the name for Kingston
1: Lane? Oh my gosh, great question, I'll tell you the story. So um, I, um, this was not even, uh, we didn't even think about this name for the company. A few years ago, I've always wanted to have a, 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 my next big birthday, I have this dream and this dream is I want to have it in a castle in Europe where I invite my family from around the world cuz they all live from Australia to California in you know in Asia etc and I want to have this castle where I can bring people to and like they can have a great time I provide everything and it's like my gratitude birthday party so I've been looking for castles and I was looking at a castle in Scotland about three years ago, and I, it was on this on this street called Kingston Place. And I was like, oh, what a cool name, and I was like, Kingston Place, Kingston Road, Kingston Lane. Kingstonlane.com was available, I thought it sounded good, I, I told a couple of my friends about it, and they're like, oh, that's cool. So I saved the name, bought the URL, and then when we were launching the business, I gave it. Uh, I went through all the URLs I already had first, <laughs> and then I handed it to my team, and my team built a brand around it and things like yeah, that. So, yeah. Uh, it's a, the new hot thing is, ready. The, the two word brand is pretty cool. Uh, it needs to be easy to say uh, and easy to hear. And having a .com was, it was cool as well. So um, I love it. And we've gotten, we've actually gotten phenomenal feedback for the name. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause it's not like a, you know, agent wizard or realtor geeks or whatever. It's like a, it's like a cool majestic name. And I, uh, it's probably the best I've ever named any company in all my companies. So I'm pretty excited about that.
0: Yeah. Plus it's got the world the word king in it that's always exciting (laughs)
1: exactly right
0: (laughs) (laughs) um great thank you so much for your time it's been a really really fun fun uh, interview and uh let me just say once again i'm very very impressed with with your your positive uh vibes and, and your enthusiasm i'd love it i'm very much looking forward to my version of that of of more kindness and even more enthusiasm and even more passion so i'm definitely inspired in that sense and guys for everybody um for everybody tuning in thank you so much for listening until the end and go ahead and get in touch with Sharon on Instagram. What's the best place that... Um, yeah, it's
1: Instagram's my favorite platform. So just it's Sharon Srivatsa's on Instagram. So just follow me. I, I Only I manage it. I respond to all my stuff. I, it's, it's the early days of the platform. You and I connected on Instagram. So I'm excited about that. So whatever I can do to be helpful, I'm, I'm, I'm here to
0: do. Yeah, plus you were super cool about the interview. Like, yeah, cool, let's do it. And then you went on YouTube and watched the Wing Chun videos. Pong, pong. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. Awesome, man. Definitely, I'll probably see you in January over at Jason's uh, event. Yeah,
1: awesome. Well, he's a good guy, and I'm going to be speaking at it, so I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, guys, uh, go ahead and get in touch with uh, Sharon. Oh, you have links in the description for everything that you will need. Send this interview to your realtor friends, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the version of Kingston Lane for coaches, consultants, experts, and martial arts maniacs like myself. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And if you're ready for more financial freedom, for more time to spend with your loved ones or doing what you're really, really, really passionate about, send me a message over social media, connect with me. Links are in the description and I will give you a free business breakthrough session where I will show you exactly how you can make your business more profitable so that you live a happy and fulfilled life with your loved ones. I'll see you soon.